You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan, and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Social Babes, welcome back to another Socials and Stilettos podcast. I am super excited to introduce today's special guest. Today, I'm going to be joined by Tice Padilla, and she is a marketing coach and the owner of Social Creative Co. She's also a really good business friend of mine, and we're pretty much going to be talking about all things in relation to DMs, sliding into the DMs, and just really building those relationships in the DMs. So, hey, Tice, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, Brittany, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Why don't you go ahead and start, you know, telling us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, and tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, of course. So as Brittany said, my name is Tice. I am a marketing coach um, for social media managers and VAs are looking to transition into coaching. Um, I started my business a year ago now um, as a virtual assistant social media world after having my third baby and fulfilling that whole stay at home mom dream um, that I was pursuing for many years. Um, But then after like five months, I was like, okay, I've been in the corporate world for so long. I'm a stay-at-home mom now with three babies. Yes, this is fulfilling, but I need more. It's that ambitious side that became out. So I dabbled into the VA world and transitioned into social media manager. And I quickly scaled unintentionally my business from, um, from a social media manager point of view to an agency within five months of launching. And that was a whirlwind, exciting experience. Um, and it was very rewarding. So after doing that and doing and being booked out for several months, I decided like, hey, um, I want to be that mentor, that guidance for others. Um, so I transitioned transitioned into coaching, and there is where I'm at now. Now I'm helping other social media managers and VAs launch and start their business, and also guiding them through the transition of going from a service solopreneurs to a coach. That's amazing. I love that so much. And you are just like a book of knowledge. Like I've learned so much from you over the past little while. And I don't even really remember how I got connected to you through Instagram, but it was obviously the universe, like just threw you right into my circle of people that, you know, I learn from all the time. And it's been so amazing just being able to be a part of your virtual community and really just get to know you and your business and follow your journey so far. It's been so awesome awesome. Oh, thank you. I literally like, um, when I met you, it's like, and I noticed your personality and your energy. It's like, there's somebody like me that yes. my energy. <laughs> that is all things girly and all things like energy and bubbly. Like, I don't know if people describe it. It's like, you have a bubbly personality. Um, but it's like, Hey, we have to be friends. <laughs> yeah. It was like right away. Like, this is my new best friend. <laughs> So funny. And, you know, with that being said, when did you launch your business? Like, are you self-taught? Like, how did you really even know that you wanted to get into social media and marketing? Um, so I actually um, had seven failed business attempts. I, I'm literally trying to do this entrepreneurial world for the last eight years. Um, I did a lot of network marketing. I've done um uh, I did a like a um, online drop shipping business. I did a, a screen printing business. Like I legit have done everything under the sun, um, but I just felt like so unfulfilled. Um, so then I last year I was like, okay, what is this virtual system world? Like, okay, I know admin tasks. I have a degree in HR. I've been a, man, uh, a sales manager for a while. I, this admin stuff, I got it in the bank. 
Um, but then I realized like, oh, I don't like to do Excel. I don't like to do documents. Like, <laughs> I'll do it for myself. I don't like to do it for others. Um, right. So then I transitioned to social media management. And I was like, okay, this is totally my jam. I love social media. I'm on my phone all the time. I can help other people do that. The things that they don't have time for. Um, so that's really where it came from. And I love to just dive in. And one of the things I am is like, when I get in a obsessed over something I have that obsessive personality and I just have to learn everything under the sun so I love consuming content I love learning and feeling like I need to know everything even though sometimes it can be a little bad (laughs) Um, but I really just self-taught myself learned and just kind of went from there That's amazing. And when you were just telling your story about like all these failed journeys, let me tell you, like, it's so funny because our stories are very similar. It was the same on my end. You know, I did network marketing. I was with like probably about six or seven different network marketing companies. I'm like, I'd start them. And my favorite part of businesses are the launch and pre-launch phases. So it's like, (laughs) I would start all these businesses and and I would be like, okay, now, now I did it. It's, it's good. Okay. What's next? Like, and that would kind of be it for me. So it was kind of the dream to work with other business owners, right? Because it's like, you're not really having to follow through with those tasks. Being a coach, you're able to just provide that value and kind of be a part of something without actually having to be a part of it, right? Which is pretty cool. So, you know, going from social media management to coaching, what was something that really drew you to the coaching side rather than constantly managing and, you know, really being the hands-on part of a business? Um, what really drew me is because of, again, my personality. I've, since high school days, I've always called, I've been called like little Oprah because I am the number one cheerleader in my friend group. Like I literally, like, if you tell me a goal, I'm going to be hounding you. It's like, you told me you wanted this. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to give you my unsolicited advice because I believe in you and I want you to achieve your goal. And one of those things that I can tie into the coaching aspect is that I love to support. I love to be that accountability partner for somebody else. And I want to be able to teach them like, Hey, I'm a true believer that everybody has to go through their own mistakes so that they can learn. Um, Even as much as you want to help them avoid those mistakes that you might've done, they still need to go through those mistakes themselves. But in this business aspect, like, okay, let me not give you all that fluff. Let me give you like that real nurturing motherly side of me. I'm like, I want you to really feel good and confident because I know when I launched my business, that was one of my biggest held back. Like I see a lot of people that I started business with and they're, 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 they're uh, further along than me, but it's only, I, it's not because they're smarter than me. It's not because they know more tools than me. It's because they had the, um, the confidence that I didn't have in the beginning. Um, and I want to teach them like, Hey, confidence is something that's not taught. This is something that you have to own into it. But if you have the right support, the right strategy and being intentional with everything, um, you can get there too. And let me at least help you shorten that link. Right. I love that so much. And, you know, it's definitely one of those things I feel like, you know, being that biggest cheerleader is something a lot of businesses and business owners, they feel like they're always alone and having somebody in your corner that's really willing to help you and really push you forward and let you grow in business is like the biggest blessing ever. It's like, I always say it's like priceless, like whatever number it is, it's like invest in that because 
in order for you to get anywhere you want to go, you need your mindset, right? You need someone to keep pushing you because it's so easy to like, you know, let that wheel stop going and really fall into this pattern of, you know, okay, there's a roadblock. We're just going to sit behind the roadblock instead of finding another way to get around it. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's and so and awesome. I feel like that's what the biggest difference between this business being successful and the other businesses and fill the time wasn't. I didn't have right. somebody accountable. Um, this time around when I launched my business, I was like, the first thing I invested was in a coach or a group coaching program because like, okay, what's going to make this work? And I need a support and I need accountability. So I did it. For sure. I love that so much. And, you know, that's the thing that I've noticed with you is, you know, you're very connected with your clients. You are very, mm -hmm. very connected with your clients. And, you know, coming into that, you know, DM aspect of this podcast, it's definitely something that you, you're always talking about. You're always like, everything happens in the DMs. And, you know, with that being said, why don't you tell us why it's so important to constantly be in your DMs? Like, what has that done for your business? Oh, it's done amazing for my business. Honestly, there none of my clients had come to me without me knowing them prior. Um, or if they have, I go and literally have a one-hour coffee chat with them so I can get to know them and really give them small wins because I don't. I, I feel like I pride myself very much at the fact that I'm not like every other coach. Um, right. Other coach to tell you like, hey, let's jump on a discovery call and a sales call and. Um, let me just word vomit my, my packages and how I can serve you. I'm like, no, that's not how I roll. Like I literally did this because I wanted to be in the serving, um, uh, coming from the serving aspect. So all of my discovery call or, or I call them coffee chats because I hate the discovery call yeah. aspect. <laughs> um, they're all an hour long. Right. I've never had a discover a coffee shop that's less than an hour because I really care about the other person. I even if they decide not to go with me, I want them to know I'm just equally invested in them, um, in their success, regardless if they want to pay me for it or not. Um, but and I feel like that's what's made me very successful in this coaching aspect. Um, and all the those it's all initiated with the DMs. I, I build those GMs. I build those connections. I build the rela uh, relatability, and I help them for free, um, so that they know like, hey, if she's giving me so much knowledge, so much um, attention, so much like um, commitment from her time in a free aspect, how much right. more will I get in a paid aspect? Right. It's so true. And, you know, that's something I definitely, even I try to do is really like looking at that value because it's like when somebody trusts you, like money comes when somebody trusts mm -hmm. you. And when you have that relationship with them, they're loyal to you. And that's not something you have to worry about, but it's like when you, I feel like I see a lot of, you know, and if it works for you, great. But a lot of the times, a lot of coaches are failing in the simple fact of they get on these discovery calls, but it's really a sales call. There's no value in it for the person. And that's where there's no sales. There's no income. There's no value being delivered to those people that are spending their time with you, you know, and there's nothing in it for them and they don't see what they're going to get when they do invest with you. Right. So I think that's yes. the biggest thing for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so important to me just to give, like I have, uh, one of like the mentors that I look up to is Shannon Lutz. And one of the things she said, it's just giving them everything, like give them, the, walk them through the transformation, give them all that information for free. Because um, even though the, the free, um, like you're scared and hesitant about giving them all this knowledge for free, 
um, but they're still going to pay for your paid service. And honestly, I feel like my clients pay, um, pay to be working with me, not for the strategies that I give them or anything like that. Like, yeah, that's a great like cherry on top, but they really come to me for that accountability and support because they know right. I care. It's one of the things like I can, I, and I tell them, I, I can tell them, I cannot be more invested about your business, which sometimes I am than you are. So that's right. why it's going to be equal. I'm going to be your motivator. I'm going to know your goals. I'm going to remind you about your goals. That's why it's so important for me to know what is your goal. And I was like, and I will remind you, it's like, Hey, by the way, you told us, like you told me when we started working and that this is your goal. I don't know if you noticed, but we already reached that. And it's just one of those fun things. And they're like, Oh crap, we did. I'm just like, right. yeah, see? <laughs> I I love that so much. And again, it comes down to like the fact that you have that relationship with your clients and, you know, going back to the DMS, what are some of your tips for building relationships in the DMS? Like it's such an intimidating place. I feel like. Yes. So, okay. So if you're going in the DMs with the intention of selling, that's your number one mistake. Do not ever go into the DMs with the intention of selling. Like that's like right there. Is your, that's wrong. Um, I always say that just keep it personal, get to know the persons of the first couple of DMs um, by giving them compliments. So like as, as one of the um, books that I read is why she buys is women like to buy based off emotion. But, um, women like to buy based off like being relatable and being understood. Um, and so that's one of the things that I really just like, I try to build this connection, like this common per, um, points. I try to, Hey, like, um, I noticed that you're a house fan. One of the things that I um, did over the weekend is just like bunch of like, get to know me kind of like, are you a uh, Mexican food or Italian? And that led me to have so many DM conversations and got so relatable with these people that now that I've built that connection, I, I built that trust with them. I'm like, Hey, I noticed that you mentioned that you're struggling with X, Y, and Z. Like, tell me more about it. Um, I will give you free coaching until like, Hey, I feel to a certain degree, of course. Um, and tell them like, Hey, I think I can help you. I tell them how I can help them. Um, but that comes after building those connections for like three to four weeks. Uh, I never go in there. Like right. I just met you yesterday. I'm going to pitch you today. Um, right. It's, I've never done that. I will never do that because like, you can't know the person in 24 hours. Right. And I think it's like, also, you know, you say three to four weeks, but it's probably really based off of each person at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, when it's the right time to really, you know, transition that into a sale. Right. But when do you know, like, when do you feel that, like, is it a feeling like what gives you that indication? Like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, really talk about a sale with this person. Um, what really is, I ask them, it's like towards the, like the, I'm like, okay, we're homies. Um, let me ask him. It's like, Hey, by the way, I'd love to empower you. Um, how can I best support you? What are you currently struggling with that I can give you free coaching or free advice on? And from there they can choose to like, okay, tell uh, like word vomit on me and I can coach them on the spot. And if I feel like, Hey, you know what? I think you would be a great fit for my program. I will tell them like, Hey, do you mind filling out this questionnaire? Um, there's zero commitment. Let me see how I can further help you. We jump on our ca uh, coffee chat. I give continue to free, uh, uh, free coaching and then introduce and ask them because at the same time, it's like the last thing you want to be, uh, like happen to you is being pitched without being like, Hey, I didn't ask you to pitch me. Um, right. Invite them and ask them like, Hey, would it be okay for me to talk about my program? Um, and if they say yes, perfect. That's, that's going to be great. If they say no, like, Hey, it's okay. You still did your, your good deed and help somebody else. 
Right. And you know, a no is not a no forever. It's no, not right now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I've learned is that you have to hear three no's before like, okay, this person is really not going to buy from me. So don't, just because they say no once doesn't mean don't pitch them again in future. If you really feel like you can give and bring them value. Right. And I definitely think it's something at the same time too. It's sometimes we give up or we, we get that fear of rejection. And I think it's like something as a business owner, it's like, you got to be okay with the word no, and you got to be confident and, you know, you know what you're bringing to the table. And just because they say no, doesn't mean it's because of you. It really has to do with them. It has to do with either them not being able to invest yet, them not being confident in themselves to want to invest in themselves yet, or it just could not be the right time for them, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, you actually, as a a beginner entrepreneur, I wish the mistake that I feel like I wish I would have learned sooner is that instead of chasing for the yes, we should be chasing for the no, because the more no's we get, the thicker our skin gets. Right. I love that so much. And I feel like it's another thing. It's like every no is going to bring you closer to a yes. And it's like, if you're chasing the no's, when somebody says yes, you're going to be like, really? Yes. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're expecting a no, right? Now with that being said, like don't half-ass it to get a no. (laughs) (laughs) But it's definitely something I feel like, you know, being comfortable with that word no in business is crucial because having that thick skin and knowing your worth and knowing your value and being able to bring, you know, knowing what you bring to the table and not being afraid to say it is so crucial. Yes. Um, I always, and this is something that I tell my clients, it's like, don't feel like you're being sleazy. Don't feel like you're being salesy. It's like, honestly, if you're coming from a place of service, then that's all you really have to think about. Like you are wanting to help them and you're coming from a place like, I want to help you. Like, let me help you kind of standpoint. And that's how I come to them. It's like, it's like, they're not chasing me to work with me. I'm like, let me, let me chase you to work with you because I want to serve you. Like, can I be your servant? Right. And that's like, that's the whole feeling you kind of give off with your business is you are really willing to service your audience and be that, you know, servant to them, which is like a funny word, but you know, it's leading with that kind of attitude that shows people like, oh, she's really willing to do whatever it takes to help me. And that's something I feel like, especially when we're working with women, it's, you know, definitely something that I feel like a lot of women, we like to feel special. We like to feel acknowledged. We like to feel appreciated we like to have somebody in our corner because a lot of the times, you know, our men at home, they're not that kind of nurturing, right? (laughs) So it's one of those things for sure. And, you know, it's great, you know, being able to slide into those DMs with people that we've already connected with. But what about the people we haven't yet connected with? What about the people we've never connected with yet? Yeah. So with those, it's like, um, and kind of funny that you mentioned that. It's like, it's just like dating. Remember going in a DM, it's like dating. You wouldn't just well, I don't know the personalities, but typically you wouldn't just sleep with with the first guy that you just (laughs) met. So it's like, let them date you, let them get to know you, let them court you. Like, um, and that's the same thing with people that just like, um, that you've never um, had built connections with. I'm a firm believer. It's like, Hey, if you have a new follower, that's huge. Like they chose to follow you. Don't take a follow lightly. Like that's huge in my opinion, because I don't give my follow to just anybody. Um, Right. And so the same way, it's like, hey, if somebody I notice is new to my community, I try to make them feel special in the sense, like, 
thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for following me. Um, and, and just giving that gratitude. Sometimes I'm honestly, I will tell you, like a lot of people say, like send in those welcoming DMs and the way that you come across is really something that you need to assess. But um, if you are left on red, then that's okay. It's, it's, it, it's some, it doesn't, the reflection on you, you didn't go so salesy on them. You just genuinely just said, Hey, thank you for joining my community. And they can choose to respond or they can choose not to respond. Nine times out of 10, they might just not respond. Let's be honest about that. Right. But it's okay. Now you have an eye, new fresh eye. They're going to be silent observer and they're going to be silent stalker. If you're really good with your content, if you're really good with your delivery, I'm going to tell you they're going to be silent stalker and you'll be shocked the moment that they go ahead and buy. And you're like, wait, you left me on red, but you still bought my stuff. And you're like, I've had those kind of conversations. I've had those opportunities. I've had those things happen to me. I'm like, okay, so that's good because people have fear. People, like a lot of people have a negative connotation when it comes to DMs. And um, people fear being like, oh, if I respond to her, she's going to pitch me right away. And it's such right. a sad thing. Uh, but just remember, like, think from their perspective. I, right. I, I take it on red or red, red very serious. I'm like, it's okay. Right. And I think it also comes down to the fact that they could also just be so intimidated because they're talking to somebody that knows more about a certain topic than them. Right. And I feel like that's something that, you know, even with myself, I noticed in the beginning, I would be so scared, like, oh, this girl DM'd me. What do I say? Like, yes. right. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's definitely one of those things, you know, and that's such a great way to really start that relationship is just by a simple hello, because I think we forget that social media is really meant to be social like <laughs> yeah it's like if somebody comes and follows you like and like let's just so enjoying somebody sits next to you in class or whatever it's just like are you gonna really well now with the way the society is we probably just ignore them but in in when back before social media you would say hey how are you doing thank you for sitting next to me or something like that you know right like, think about it just like that Right. Yeah. And I love that so much. And one of the analogies I always give with social media, it's like, you know, imagine everybody's door to their house was open and you could take a peek inside and be like, Hey, what is, what's going on in there? And so you know, cute. right. It's, it's like one of those things. And I feel like we're, it's so awesome that we're in such a digital space that we're able to connect with people all across the world and just really learn each other's stories and connect. And I think it's so cool. Yes, I absolutely agree. And going back to your analogy, I would be that nosy person, like picking my head and in every single door. It's like, Ooh, let me see what you got going on. Right. And then I would be the one there like, Hey, nice couch. Is that from home sense? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be me for sure. But oh my goodness, you have been so awesome and given us so many little golden nuggets, but I do have one more question for you. And it's what is your favorite boss babe quote and why? Um, it's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And honestly, it's so true. Um, you, it's that going back to what we're saying, um, chase the no's instead of the yeses. Um, we have to do things that are outside our comfort zone. We're never going to grow if we're, if we're stuck in this comfort zone. Right. I love that so much. And I definitely think like growth, it comes out of being uncomfortable a hundred percent. It's like, you never know. And it's like another quote I love is fear is the only thing standing between you and success. Oh, that is yeah, good. Yeah, I've heard so many quotes lately, and I'm like, honestly, <laughs> like, that one's good, though, is, what was it again? Get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable? Or get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable. Yeah, I love that so much. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for being a special guest on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me.
It was honestly such a pleasure. Guys, make sure you go follow Tice at Tice Padilla Coaching on Instagram and go give her a follow. Go connect with her. She's so awesome. And you guys will continue to learn so much from her. She constantly posts little nuggets on her Instagram. So definitely go and stay connected. But thank you so much, girl. It was such a pleasure. No problem. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.